welcome back to your gamer's favorite gamer's podcast with your host, Scott and Adrian. Welcome back to another episode of Insert Coin to Continue. I'm Scott. I'm Adrian. And joining us from a remote location, we have JJ. Hi, everybody. How you doing? Um, Today, we are saying our farewells to the PlayStation 4. With with the PlayStation 5 coming in, it's it's the end of an era for us. Definitely. We had a pretty damn fantastic generation. The PS4 was way too good to us. Oh, absolutely. There was... Some of my favorite titles, you know, some big leaps and bounds in the video game world. Um, so let, let's let's start by talking about some of our, our, our fondest memories of the PS4. Um, you know, for me, just the, the upgrading graphics, you know, the, the better online play, um, the... Grand Theft Auto games will always hold a special place. I mean, yeah, Rockstar's going to make sure they do because they keep re-releasing five. Well, yeah. But, I mean, if you look back on the originals where it was the, the top-down view and just clunky to control, you know, to when we came out on the, the new-gen systems, they, they really made a big leaps and bounds. You know, yeah. look, at, look at Vice City and how they transitioned into the – you know, newer graphics with GTA 5 now. So I said, you mean the best GTA game? Well, um, JJ, what were some of your favorites? Uh, so for me, um, I, I actually, I jumped from PS2 to PS4. Um, I was busy getting married and making babies in between there. Had a lot of other priorities. But so going from two to four was, was an incredible jump forward. Um, you know, again, just being able to see what they can do with graphics and, you know, something like cut scenes, uh, in the video games where they, they've got voice actors and they're synced up so incredibly well with the, the video that were provided. And it's, it's been amazing. Also having inherently wireless controllers, uh, was a, was a real switch for me. Yeah. Um, I currently have a lot of swear words for my wireless controller, but I think that has more to do with the cord that it's getting quote unquote charged with. But for the most part, it's, it's been amazing. And uh, the versatility of the PS4, um, not only just as a gaming console, but Spotify runs amazing on there. Uh, Bluetooth or sorry, not Bluetooth videos, um, Blu-ray videos playing, you know, inherently on the system. Uh, just, more than just video gaming, what you could do with it. Where Adrian, what were some of your favorites? <laughs> well, as someone who pretty much jumped on every single PS4 exclusive that came out, either day one or within the day one area, I would honestly have to go ahead and say my absolute favorite game on the PS4 which is also my absolute favorite game of all time, would be God of War 4. You know, I, I would definitely put that up there on my list. It's got a lot of sentimental value to me because growing up, 
the God of War series was kind of an outlet for me on top of an already amazing story to begin with. Really fantastic games all around. Even God of War Ascension. This whole new one just, it kind of made me feel like the series had also grown up with me as I grew up with it. I mean, you took a character like Kratos, who was always angry and always on always on permanent rage mode. And now you've got him now where he's obviously grown. He's obviously, you know, he was already a grown man, but he's obviously matured and he's not as angry as he used to be. And, you know, it really hits that note with me as somebody who was kind of always an angry teenager. Yeah. And then when he puts his chaos blades away, because he's trying not to be that guy. Um, But yeah, that's definitely one of my favorites. Um, seeing Final Fantasy VII brought to life from the OG version, what was a big step for me. Um, so, what what do you guys remember about the early days of PS4? Infamous Second Son. That was a damn good game and a very strong one to start out on. I mean, if you've ever played the Infamous series, you're basically you're basically a superhero, or you can be a supervillain. It's free open world. And right. in the first two games, you played as Cole, who has electricity powers. And then in part two, he gets access to, like, magma and ice powers. And in Second Son, you play as Delson Rowe, an entirely brand new character, because in part two, Cole died. Uh, spoiler alert, I guess. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, if you haven't played Infamous 1 and 2 by now, that's your own fault. But, well, yeah. <laughs> And the third game, Second Son, you play as Delson Rowe. You get access to smoke powers, neon lights, and video powers. You know, that rather than give you something basic like air, earth, water, and fire, you're getting powers that you never would have ever thought would work as a superpower. You get control over video. You get control over neon lights and smoke. And then, like, the very last one you get is concrete, which is really awesome, which I guess is earth, but... You know, at least they went with a lesser known element than, you know, fire. Right. It's just, it was a really good game and a really solid story. It really hits you in your feels at times. It's got really amazing open world mechanics. Even now, like, I want to say seven years after it was released, it was my first PS4 game. And it was it was really that one game that hit a note for me that made me realize we're in for something special this generation. And for the most part, we I was right. <laughs> awesome. Actually, I've got a uh, I've got a couple of the day one titles that were available for the PS4. We can kind of run down those and run back down memory lane for you guys. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag was a day one title. Not an exclusive, but it really did showcase how strong the PS4 was. For sure. Uh, Battlefield 4, uh, Call of Duty Ghosts. Uh, FIFA 14 or, you know, 15 or 16. <laughs> They're all the same. Uh, I had a website telling me Injustice Gods Among Us Ultimate Edition was a, was a day one game available. Game. That's a great game. Both that one and its sequel. Mm-hmm. There's so much. Uh, we got Just Dance 2014. as uh, one that my girls actually still love playing. Uh, Lego Marvel Super Heroes. That's a good one. My kids love the Lego games. Who am I kidding? I love them, too. <laughs> uh, I'll admit, I do love them, too, especially the Marvel Avengers game. 
Yeah, and it's a great way to introduce your kids to like a not as hardcore of a game because Lego is a pretty forgiving, uh, yeah. Kind of, oh, yeah, like series, I guess. Uh, Madden NFL 25, NBA 2K14. Basically, a lot of your basic, slightly cookie cutter games that come out every new generation. Yep. Not not to bring them down, but yeah. When, they, when you compare those games that are coming out for both PlayStation and Xbox, and at times at the time, sometimes the Wii U, and nowadays the Switch, and you compare the exclusives to them, you know the exclusives really really stand out the most. Yeah. What, what do you guys think? Like I haven't. I think I know JJ has the list, um, but Adrian, what do you think was probably the PS4's bestseller? God of War. I keep coming back to it, but I do believe it was either God of War or The Last of Us Part Two that sold the most for the game or for the system. See, I want to go back to like GTA Five. Maybe, maybe not the bestseller, but it's probably made the most money, which is why they reintroduced it on the five. Um, yeah. What, yeah. What is your What does your list tell us, JJ? So. Uh, I pulled this from Statista 2020, a uh, website that just kind of runs stats on whatever you plug into it. Um, I think the numbers on GTA 5 are a shade inflated, uh, you know, what with free copies and so on, so on getting, getting handed out. Um, but we'll, we'll start from the bottom and, and we'll work our way to the top. The inside joke, I guess. <laughs> Uh, Fallout 4 uh, is at the bottom of the list with 8.48 million copies sold. That was a solid game. Solid game. Can't be disappointed in Fallout 4. Uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare with an equal number of copies sold. Uh, Spider-Man uh, with 8.76 million copies. Uh, this one was kind of surprising for me, but uh, Uncharted with 10.33 million copies. Oh, I love the Uncharted series. It's one of my favorite series of all time. Four was a very solid ending. Yeah. A very, very solid ending to Nathan Drake's story. And although there are many people out there who believe firmly that without Nathan Drake, it's not Uncharted. Yeah. Uncharted The Lost Legacy was also another really fantastic game in the series. I'm one of those people. It's not Uncharted without Nathan Drake. It's just not. Name it something different. But anyway. Charted. It's charted. I digress. <laughs> uh, the FIFA games, both with right around 11 million copies sold for FIFA 17 and 18. Well, because you figure that's a worldwide, you know, soccer is oh, yeah. one of the biggest sports in the world. For sure. Yep, so that, that one wasn't too surprising. Uh, Call of Duty World War II with 13.4 million copies. Well, I'm surprised that one's that high up there. Yeah, well, it was, it was a really good uh, Christmas release. Uh, it was like, you know, the, the big name for Call of Duty going back to its roots. And that's why yeah. they released those games around that time is because it's Christmas time. Yep. Uh, so, and Call of Duty had been getting a little too uh, Star Trek for most players these days. Right. So going back to World War II, I think, is what really bumped it there. Uh, Scott, if I had to ask you how many copies of Red Dead Redemption 2 sold, uh, what would your answer be? Oh, geez. Uh, you know, it's at least more than 13.4. I'd say 14.6. 
thirteen nine four. So a fair oh. fair amount ahead of Call of Duty. Yeah. That that that, that storyline in that game was just incredible for me. Um, they could have done a little better with the online portion of it, which I think they've been making some improvements, but the storyline was just incredible. For sure. Uh, and then back at it again, boys, Call of Duty Black Ops 3 with 15.09 million copies. Damn, Call of Duty is just chalking up the list. Uh, it is Call of Duty. It is Call of Duty. Uh, and then... Top captain, number one contender, with 19.39 million copies owned, Grand Theft Auto V. Yeah, that's that's what I thought. Yeah. I just know too many people that have it, play it, you know, still play it. So that, I kind of figured that was going to be king of the mountain. For sure. Uh, you know, with the hype and everything going on for – you know, now everybody gets their free copy and there's free online money to be had. Um, yeah, I, I still play it, so. Yeah, it, it's the Skyrim for, you know, urban folks. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh, which was actually a game I was really surprised to not see do so well on the PS4, at least not cracking the top 10 that I've got, uh, was Skyrim. I mean, I've, I've personally purchased three copies of it. Um, for the 360, the PS4, and then I also bought it on Steam. But I, I figured that was going to be a, a little more out there than it was. Um, I think Skyrim is kind of a, a niche game for people. Like for us, you know, ultra nerds, yeah. But for your, your casual gamer, they'd rather play a GTA V, you know, because they, yeah. they relate more to that. Fair enough. So that, that, that's why I knew that would, would be way, way up there. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, all right, here you go. Here you go, guys. I've got a good piece of trivia for you here. Uh, Adrian, how many games are currently available for the PS4 right now today? Ooh, are we talking multi-platform or exclusives? Uh, just games that you can purchase and own for the PS4. Oof. Whether it's physical copy or PlayStation Network exclusive. You got me. How many? No, you got to guess. That's the fun. I'd say 69. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd say probably 200,000. Uh, there are 2,767 individual games available for PS4. I thought it'd be a lot higher than that with like indie games and, you know, sh stuff like that. But yeah. Oh, and that's not to include, like, you know, the DLCs that basically added a game. Right. Uh, like everything that Borderlands has given you recently. So. Yeah. Um, so look, looking back through my PlayStation 4 journey, um, I think Adrian's is probably fairly similar. Um, you know, coming from PS3 to PS4, I was, I, I kind of waited a little bit just because wife and kids that doesn't fit Adrian there. But <laughs> cry some multi multi multiple bits of money. <laughs> um no, but just the upgrades from games you know, some games that I already had I rebought on the four 
Um, I'm a big Madden guy, so of course I jumped to Madden on the PS4. Um, you know, it's it's been fun, and I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna look fondly on it, but I'm ready for the five. Like I think I think the four has it's still a strong contender, but it's it's run its course. Um, Adrian, what, what what are your thoughts? I think the PS4 was definitely the best system of the generation. Yeah. <laughs> I, yep, mean, I, would, I would have to agree with that as well. I mean, we had games. <laughs> we had exclusives. Right. We didn't put out the quote-unquote most powerful system and still not have any games. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my time with the PS4 was deeply beloved, and I'm always going to – I'm going to keep it close by. I'm never getting rid of it ever. I will probably end up moving it into my bedroom once I get my PS5. But, wow. you know, with all the fantastic games that came out, Marvel Spider-Man was the Spider-Man game everybody was hoping and waiting and at times demanding for. And like I said earlier, Uncharted 4 was the ending to Nathan Drake's story that we deserved. Second Son was a fantastic start to the generation. You got games like Until Dawn and Detroit Become Human, which were very, you know, they're very directed towards a certain play style where you just control the character's movements and that's just about it. You just, it's, it's like a point and click game. You just do the minimum and enjoy the story that's being delivered. You know, the last guardian was supposed to come out on PS3 for many years until finally they finally came out and said it was coming out for the PS4. A lot of anime fans got their beloved persona five, which I've been playing. It's a very fun game. The Last of Us Part Two was kind of split down the middle for a lot of the fan base, and kind of, kind of turned the Last of Us community into the Star Wars of video games. Still, for me, Last of Us Two is game of the year. Well, that's where I come in with my game of the year because I'm pretty sure, after giving us some serious thought, Ghost of Tsushima, the last PS4 exclusive that came out this year, is probably my game of the year. That game was fantastic. See, and I've heard some some down reviews on that well that's the beauty of making your own opinion right that game was honestly more probably more beautiful than the last of us um i'm a very big samurai and akira kurosawa fan so it really it scratched an itch that i didn't even know i had (laughs) final fantasy 7 remake on the ps4 was fantastic even though it's also coming out for the xbox next year um Bloodborne, a game that I don't think either of you guys have played. Is a correction. Actually, that was a PlayStation Network game uh, that I did download. Uh, played for, uh, I think I gave it a good solid two hours of swear words. And I mean, it's still in my library. It's there for one day when I grow up into he, a. He gave it a solid game. 84 You Died screens. Yeah. That's about where I'm at, too, because I I got it on PlayStation Network as well. (laughs) It just didn't do it for me. I'm surprised I never got a message asking me me to come and help you. No, because it just didn't pull me in. Like, it didn't, you know, I played it for a while. It's because he kept dying all the time. No, I I played it for a while, and it just, it didn't do it for me, you know? See, for me, I think Bloodborne had the same problem that uh, Monster Hunter Worlds did, like, it, everything was it was such a grind 
Like, I mean, you, you, you got to push through the games a little bit. There's got to be some challenge there. Otherwise, what's the point of even playing? But uh, Bloodborne, and it just felt like it was turned up a little too high. Are there any exclusives that you didn't get to get around to playing that you wanted to play? To my knowledge, I got to play, if not finish, just about almost every PS4 exclusive that came out. Adrian? Um, or not Adrian, but JJ? Um, so Persona 5 uh, is has been on my list since it came out in 2016. Uh, I'm, I'm a big JRPG fan. Uh, the price on that game just doesn't ever seem to come down. Right uh, now you can get the basic version for like 24 bucks at GameStop. Yep. So, and that's when I, I make the journey into GameStop. They, they had us all locked out there for a goodly number of months. But, uh, I mean, it's on my list. Um, I played, I think it was Persona 2 on the original PlayStation. And it was such a wild game. Like, just graphically, it wasn't laid out like other games were. Um, I, it was very unique. And that was, that was a big turn on for me. So, And the Atlas developer. Um, I, I haven't found one of their games that I didn't like yet with uh, like Phantom Brave. And I think they made, uh, or they at least helped make the Decyga series. The, the one for me that I never got around to playing was Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm. I've heard great, great things about it. I just haven't gotten around to playing it. I want to, uh, I'll probably get to it at some point, <laughs> especially with, the, <laughs> with, with the, the second one coming out. I'll want to play the first one. So I'll, at some point, make my way over to Adrian's and steal his copy. <laughs> so, you know. I, I couldn't recommend that game enough to you, Scott. It's, it's a fantastic game. It really is. It is. Adrian, did you ever finish it? Um, no, I made a little bit of progress, but it's one of those games where you don't really have to finish to already know it's something special, which when it comes around to something special, another really fantastic PS4 exclusive that I don't know if you guys played was um, Days Gone. That was a really, really good game. It was one of those games where you it's kind of a slog in the beginning. You, it's really slow. You got to take your time and you got to dedicate yourself to sit down and say, no, I'm going to play this until I feel like I shouldn't play it anymore. Yeah, I, I skipped that one. Oh, it's you shouldn't have. It's a really great game. I also skipped The Walking Simulator. And Death Stranding? Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I started that one for a little bit, and that's another one I haven't finished, which, shockingly enough, dis disappoints myself because I'm a really big Hideo Kojima fan. I think yeah. anything that man puts out is fantastic, even some of the lesser-known Metal Gear games. But, I mean, I, I don't know. I just need – I lost motivation for that one. I think that's what one of the biggest issues was for a lot of games for PS4 was so many of them took so long to come out. You know, we had dedicated release windows and release dates, and then within months and sometimes weeks before they were supposed to come out, we'd get told that, there was gonna, that they were being delayed. Yeah. But I don't think that's really a PS4 issue at the end of the day. That's really a this generation issue, and I think, unfortunately, it's going to carry over into the next one. Yeah, I think so too. Release dates are going to be 
tougher to hit now than I think they've probably ever been before. You know, not not just due to the implications of the Rona, but everybody's got all these developers have really aggressive release schedules. And I think sometimes the talking heads up top don't necessarily have a good line of communications with the people that are actually, you know, at the mills making this game happen. And, you know, there, there are challenges that just take time to overcome. What they need to do is they need to stop forcing crunch time onto their developers and employees and give them breaks and pay them for all the work they put in. <coughs> Blizzard. <coughs> Blizzard. Oh. Sorry. Oh, yeah, sorry. You got, look, you got a little blizzard in your throat. I did. I got some, hang on, I'll wash her down. Did you turn it upside down and it fell out? <laughs> uh, yes, sir. So for me, uh, the, the most transformative game that I think I played that I didn't expect to like as much as I did um, probably would have been the Detroit Become Human Um Really good game. Interactive book. Right. Um, David Cage novel <laughs> brought to life. <laughs> yep. Um, I mean, I, I, I'd always enjoyed, like, the, the pick-your-own-adventure books when I was a kid. And then, like, I mean, really just being able to play one was, was impressive and very well done. Um, I, and if I'm not mistaken, Adrian, was that, a, was that an exclusive as well? Yep, it was. Yep. So well, actually, I think it was. I believe it's come to PC now, or is on its way to PC. Yeah, I could be wrong. My computer's not built yet, so I couldn't check. Okay, but I, like I said, I, I didn't expect to enjoy that game as much as I did, and and get involved with the story. And you know, I always try to make the the good guy decisions in in video games anyway, but. See, that was one that I kind of expected that I would enjoy because I played Heavy Rain and I played Beyond Two Souls, which is another really great David Cage game from Quantic Dream. So when I had heard that his next game was going to be Detroit Become Human and I heard of the plot premise of the plot premise for it, I was already sold from day one. Which was another game I got for free thanks to the uh, the PlayStation Network. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like PlayStation takes care of their owners. Well, yeah, definitely. Uh, and actually, on that note, uh, Scott, how many free games are available on the PlayStation Network right now? Free games. Free. Uh, let's go 120. 70 free games, free complete games available on the PlayStation Network right now. There's tons and tons of demos that you can play. Well, yeah. Uh, which has been a, like a hallmark of PlayStation since days gone by. Well, yeah, you, you used to get the little demo disc. Yep. <laughs> um, came, in the back the, your, came in the back of your PlayStation magazine. That's right. Um, I actually, I had the, the Final Fantasy edition of the, the demo disc that PlayStation put out it was for like an anniversary for um, Final Fantasy VII. They had like videos for all of them, including ten. But the playable demo was Final Fantasy VIII. <laughs> uh, some of the the highlights for the the free games available on the network: uh, Terra, which is a MMORPG uh, in the same vein as like uh, WoW, only a little more anime. Um, I was very surprised to see Destiny 2, the vanilla 
is available for free on PlayStation Network. Uh, I, yeah, I, I scooped that one up. For sure. Uh, Smite is another game that's available. It's uh, kind of like an arena brawler type game. Uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Battle Operation 2. You had me at Gundam. What? <laughs> yeah, they, they like them some long names, but that's actually one that I downloaded and gave a fair shot at. Interesting, to say the least. Uh, a really good um, Call of Duty knockoff called Blacklight Retribution. And a, a very beautiful game called Warframe. Mm -hmm. um, most of these games, like I said, they're free to you. Their economy is sort of propped up via microtransactions and, and things like that. Uh, since that, that really is the future of video gaming. Well, and, and the free games this month, you know, that's one thing I like about PlayStation is every month they, they give out free games. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're shit. Uh, this month we have Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Campaign and uh, Fall, Fall Guys, Guys Ultimate Knockout. Um, I, I downloaded Fall Guys. I haven't had a chance to dive into it yet. Um, so I think the, the kids wanted to, to check it out. Have you touched on that, Adrian? I haven't even reeled my PS Plus this month. <laughs> oh, shame. Got to do that on Black Friday when it's like 60 bucks. For, for, five, for five years. <laughs> just, just, give me, just give me the five-year plan. I, I mean, last month they gave us uh, NBA, NBA 2K20. So, you know, a $60 game yep. they gave to us for free. You know, right, right there's your money back, right? Right. So that, that that's one thing I've always liked about PlayStation. Um, hopefully, come, going into the the PS5, they continue to give us those great titles monthly. You know, for free, throw us a bone every once in a while. Mm -hmm. um, Definitely. All right, gentlemen. Uh, I actually have the number of units sold for PlayStation Four. Um, and with this, I'll, I'll go ahead and preface it. It's actually the second best-selling console uh, in history. Uh, right now, we know the total number of PS4s sold um, at last report was 100 million individual units. Uh, and the company sold an additional 2.8 million units this quarter, which brings it right up to uh, 102.8. It, it has sold since its inception six years ago. Uh, as a point of reference, the Wii, you know, back when Wiis couldn't stay on the shelf, uh, over its lifetime, it had sold, at, over its lifetime at this point, it had sold 101.6. So, wow. What is the best-selling console of all time? Uh, the best-selling console of all time is a super secret that I'm going to have to ask my best friend, Google. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I'd probably say probably PS2. It would be either the PS2 or the Xbox 360. I'm going to put my money on PS2. PS2 with 155 million yeah. gold. Um, a handheld bringing up a strong second place with, oh, the DS family. That's That doesn't count. The entire... Nintendo DS family has sold 154 million. Well, yeah, because you got the 3DS and the 2DS. And... Yep, and 
the pocket DS that doesn't fold in half because we're poor and we don't pay for hinges around here. But <laughs> uh, I I just know that I, I've been really really impressed with PlayStation Four. It, it's held up over the six years. Um, they've made some great improvements. You know, like I said, it was a, it was a generation and the system that was way too good to us. Way, way too good to us. There'll always be those kind of, those people out there who say PlayStation, more like gay station. Y'all know who you are. The people who buy a system that doesn't have games and comes down on PlayStation owners for having a system that we really prefer and enjoy. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, the numbers show and reflect that the PlayStation was hands down the best system this generation. Oh, absolutely. For sure. Um, you know, when we you were talking about exclusives, Adrian, and just the, the stuff that's available to PlayStation owners exclusively, I that that in in and of its own is is an, ought to be enough to sell you on the game. Uh, yeah, we, we don't necessarily have a Halo, you know, like flagship title yeah, propping up our entire console. <laughs> but uh, you know, all of the great stuff that most other consoles carry, we also get access to. So. I, it should be a, a no-brainer for most folks, I would imagine. PlayStation is just the way to be. So here, here's a list of the PS4 exclusives. We have God of War, yeah. Uncharted 4, Thief's End, Spider-Man, Horizon Zero Dawn, Bloodborne, Ratchet & Clank, which I think is a very underrated game. I've put a lot of hours into that game trying to platinum it. Uh, Last of Us. Persona 5, Until Dawn, Detroit Become Human, Grand Turismo Sport, Infamous Second Son, The Last Guardian, which I never played that one, um, Drive Club, I played that one a little bit. Uh, you're better off with Grand Turismo. Yeah. Uh, Uncharted The Lost Legacy, Shadow of Colossus, which Adrian looks down on me because I have it on my PlayStation but have yet to start it. It is a gem. <laughs> It is a diamond from old days. Yeah, I, I have the remastered version on my PlayStation. And remake. Well, remake. <laughs> and haven't played it yet. Um, Gravity Rush 2. The Order 1886. Not missing much with that one. No, I, that one was super, super short. It was basically a, P- a PS4 tech demo. Right. <laughs> uh, Last of Us Part 2. Tearaway Unfolded. Uh, days Gone. Dreams, which they just gave for free last month. Uh, Killzone, Shadowfall, and uh, Neo. 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 However you want to pronounce it. Potato, potato. The original Samurai Souls. Um, so of those, I've played the good majority of them. Same. Um, but, you know, that, that's one of the big selling points for PlayStation is exclusives. For sure, and I've—I don't like I said—I've enjoyed it immensely. Um, you know, I was talking earlier about the the versatility of the PlayStation, and with the uh, ever so somber demise of Blockbuster and its kin, you know, there there's not a whole lot of renting video games these days. Uh, there's services out there. I think one's called like GameFly. Uh, insert sponsorship here. <laughs> that you know you, you can 
but PlayStation has its own deal. Um, PlayStation it, Now? It, yep, PlayStation Now with their... It's, it's a subscription-based deal, but most of the games you can download to your system so that you don't have, like, a lag time. Um, some of the lighter games, you just stream the data. Streaming the game to your system. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. You know, and... That's that's how I got introduced to Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, it was available on there. I uh, gave it a whirl and uh, out, outstanding and super impressed. There's a myriad of games available. I think my daughter's played a, a Toy Story arcade style game for almost a month and a half. That was on the on the PlayStation there. So uh, I can't really say that other systems have setups like that. Uh, I mean, they might, but just having that option available to you, um, you know, for when times are dark and there's not a whole lot of game releases, it's it, it's an outstanding feature that hopefully carries into um, the new Wi-Fi router we're all getting. For for times like that, you know, I have my my go-to games. You know, when when there's not really any new games coming out and you just want to throw down on some games, I can always go back to. Uh, Skyrim, I can always fall back onto sports games because that's one of my things, you know, Adrian's anti-sports games. Not anti-sports games. He's anti-sports in general. I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. But, but you know, I, I have my fallbacks. I can always hop on some Call of Duty. Um, what, what are some of your, you know, there's no games coming out, so I need, and I want to play something. What are some of your go-to games <laughs> my entire backlog i mean i just picked up the destroy all humans remake and tried playing that for a little bit i picked up man eater which is basically grand theft auto as a shark um <laughs> i I've, I've heard some fun things about that one i've got i've got a lot of games that i really need to it's not so much i'm bored what can i throw down on it's more what game do i need to finish so i can go and start another one for me yeah. uh for me I, I, every once in a while i get a weird itch to, to go play a, a racing game and once upon a way long time ago i beat need for speed hot pursuit so i've got that save file from like the very end of it all all my cars are more or less unlocked all my uh cop cruisers are unlocked and i'll just jump in there and just just go tear up the city for a little while and I, for like the first 30 minutes, I'm crashing into everything and smashing my Lambo into Camrys. And, but, but once we get in the zone, refocus, relearn all those old muscle movements and right back to green flag racing. So like I said, every once in a while, I get just a weird itch to, to do a racing game. And that's, that's one I go back to. Seeing, seeing that for me, I can, I can point to GTA five because there's, there's racing, there's tearing up the city, there's, you know, robbing banks. It has a little bit of everything for you. Mm -hmm. So I, I can always lean on that one when, when times are tough. <laughs> which that, I, I know that's that way for a lot of people, which it helps to explain why that is a top selling game. You know, people can, can go back to it. They've done such a good job of updates and adding in new stuff that people want and stuff they don't necessarily want <laughs> but I, I can always go back to that one yep uh if i'm just looking for like a just a 
a way to turn my brain off and just have a great time. Uh, Saints Row 4 was a game that came out uh, back in 2013. Um, it's on GTA. Yeah. Uh, uh, not really. I mean, it was a GTA clone for a little bit, but then they said, screw it. We're just going to be our own thing. Yeah. Uh, in the fourth one, you're president and you get kidnapped by aliens <laughs> and you got to ruin the matrix. Yeah, basically, the Earth gets destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, if that doesn't sell you on the, I think it's a $5 game now. Uh, I, I don't know what to tell you. The uh, Saints Row series is a really fun series, honestly, and I'm glad to know that 5 is coming out at some point. Yeah. Looking forward to that, too. So, heck yeah, guys. I, I got to say, I love the PlayStation 4, and... I look forward to playing it for at least another year uh, before I get my five. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm gonna be I'm pre-ordering five day one. So keep an eye out this entire month. I'm pretty sure it's coming. Oh yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> I, I've been preparing. Um, but we we do have some big news as a show. Um, we have been picked up to be syndicated on Redline Radio. Uh, we will be on Sunday mornings uh, from 11 to noon or 10 to 11. I'll have to double check on the time. But we are being picked up by Redline Radio to be syndicated. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about that. Sounds exciting. Shout out to those guys. Um, you know, my guy Randy over there who I'm starting up another podcast with. Um, he's been a huge, huge influence and help. Uh you know, getting me going, uh, helping me get this on track. So keep an eye out for that, for sure. Definitely. And I really appreciate the, you know, the, the real life people connections that we can make, um, not just to promote the, the show that we have here, but, you know, for, for content ideas or discussion topics, you know, it's you, the listeners that are, you know, we're not just talking to ourselves because it's fun, you know, as much as I like these two guys, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to put something together. that's at least mildly entertaining and maybe even a shade informative. Um, so, you know, reach out to us on our Facebook pages and, and the various platforms that uh, Scott and Adrian are both active on at, and get a hold of us, you know, you know, and, th and that's one thing too, going back to, to the PlayStation, that's one thing with, you know, online gaming is I've made a lot of friends that I've never met in real life, but, you know, we've been gaming together for years and years. You know, we're, we became friends on Facebook. So we've watched each other's families grow up. We've watched each other grow up, you know, going through different things in life. Gaming is something that can bring people together. No, don't get all sappy and romantic on us now. No, no, I'm being, I'm being serious here. I've, I've made quite a few friends through gaming that are really, really solid people. I guess if I had to touch on that subject, I've made a lot of friends through a community that I've been a part of for the better part of quite a few years. Shout out to the Hive. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, a lot of them I've played games like Overwatch or Grand Theft Auto with, and they went from being just some random people that I met on Twitter or in Discord, and now they're some of my really closest and special friends that I couldn't, I couldn't imagine my life without. So, I mean, 
with that being said, yeah, special shout out to the Hive. Special shout out to Bardock Obama for finding the Hive. You know, gaming really brought us all together in a sense. You know, do you, how about you there, Jay? Did you have people that you've connected with via online gaming or? Um, yeah, actually, I, I have one really particular guy. Um, I was working on night shift at the time and accidentally got a day off somehow or another. I don't know how it happened. But I was like, well, I've got to be up anyway because I've got to work tomorrow. So there's no sense in going to bed. Uh, so I stayed up and geared up my headset and actually kicked on my mic, which is not something I normally do. And I think I was just grinding out some some Call of Duty uh, ghosts, I believe it was, and just jumped in a lobby with um, Skits 420, you know, <laughs> and just got to chatting with the guy. You know, we're, we're out there and just doing the cues and things like that. And we partied up and got the chance to talk to the guy a little bit. He was kind of helping me suck a little less, so I wasn't such a drag. And he was kind of letting me peek into his life a little bit, you know, struggling with schizophrenia and a little bit of depression that comes with that because he doesn't feel normal. And I think we, we had to have played seven hours straight, just queued up in, in Call of Duty, just talking about, you know, real life struggles that he had, me trying to give him a little bit of advice on, you know, some resources he could reach out to and just having somebody to, to talk to me. Um, right. You know, he's a still he's a guy I get in touch with every once in a while. Um, he still plays Call of Duty Ghosts, so I'm not sure that the world ever moved on for that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but he's he's a pretty active player, and in talking to him, he's he's starting to get some help. Um, he's on his right medications, and good. life is starting yeah. to take a good upswing for him. So yeah, I mean, like I said, I've got friends that I've watched them, you know, graduate college, and now they're having babies and you know, I've watched guys get good careers and it's, it's, it's a good, it's a good thing for meeting people and just an overall sense of camaraderie, I guess. I'd have to agree. I mean, yeah, everywhere is going to have certain toxic traits and places and people being assholes, but there's some, there's some good folks out there for, for some of us more, uh, home-bodied anti-social folks at me next time <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm looking at you <laughs> but no that that's the that's the joys of gaming is you can always find good people for um, sure and, so yeah we're, how, how much of a conversation do you think you would have had with you know just some random dude sitting at the table next to you at the restaurant right uh, versus that exact same guy in the lobby with you, you know, trying to find Madden games online. Yeah, seeing a couple of these dudes, you know, I've met through, you know, Madden leagues. Like, I'll post in, the, in, a, in a group saying, hey, I'm putting together this league, so then we'll join a league and all year long, you know. Mm-hmm. Putting together a team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, no, you, you meet some really solid guys, and I'm really looking forward to that continuing through to the PS5. Um and I'm sure I'll meet some, some more solid, solid people. Definitely. But uh, we, we appreciate everybody coming in to listen today. Um, this is our, our farewell send-off to the PS4. Um, I'm waiting for Avengers, which comes out September 4th. Uh, so we'll, we'll probably have a show around that time uh, to, to get down on that. Well, you know, Scott decides to pick up Ghost of Tsushima. Or I'll just go steal Adrian's copy. 
<laughs> so that, that's the perks of my brother buying the games that I don't. I can just go steal them from him. So, you know. Yep. But, uh, no, definitely thank everybody for, for coming and listening. Uh, check us out on Redline Radio. Um, as always, I'm Scott. I'm Adrian. And I'm JJ. And we will definitely catch you guys next time. Thanks a lot. Later. Please insert coin to continue. Please insert coin to continue.